Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. KFI AM uh, 640. Bill Handel here. It is a uh, Thursday morning, uh, June 16. Uh, today is uh, day three of the January 6th committee and uh, the hearings. And today it's all going to be about Mike Pence and how he was uh, able to fend off uh, President Trump's uh, uh, rather aggressive attempts to uh, have uh, Pence decertify the election. Just say, nope, Joe Biden didn't win it. And uh, Mike Pence held off, and I think history is going to treat him very, very well for that one. Handel, also, I want to just tell you, I'm keeping an eye on the Dow right now. All the markets have dropped. So yesterday, they seemed to like the Feds uh, raising the inflation or interest rate, that is, by three-quarters of a percent to fight inflation. Right now, the Dow is down 790. The S&P is down 125. NASDAQ is down 448. Even looking at oil, yesterday we were talking, is was at 118 a gallon a barrel. It's now at 115 a barrel this morning. Uh, yeah, well, we're looking at recession. Uh, more and more uh, economists are coming in and saying, yeah, we're, we're looking at a recession. It was about 50-50 uh, even a week ago, 10 yeah, days ago. Yeah. And now it's swinging very heavily towards, yeah, we're about to go into recession. I think the only issue is going to be how deep and how long. Well, we're not going to know how long, of course, for a while, but uh, still. All right, let's move over to uh, having some good fun. Maybe, maybe summer travel. Johnny Jett, who is a regular on uh, Leo Laporte and is probably uh, not the premier, one of the premier uh, travel sites uh, out there, johnnyjett.com. Uh, Johnny, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'm a big fan. I don't think we've ever spoken before, but uh, I rarely miss your segment on, on Leo's show that we uh, listen to here Saturday, uh, right after my show, uh, Saturday mornings. And I just, I just love your stuff. First That's of all, awesome. I appreciate uh, it. No, my pleasure. I just love it. Now, your uh, original last name was Krakenheimer, and you changed it to Jet to make this yes, work, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, you keep up on top of this as much as anybody out there. And uh, so let me give you a couple of givens. One, uh, we're all traveling now because it's this pent-up demand for traveling. Two, the prices have exploded across the board. And three, uh, it's basically wherever you go, it's lines like Disneyland. With that in mind, how about some advice, Johnny? What do we do this summer to make this work? Yeah, well, hopefully you bought your tickets a long time ago. I, you know, I have a free daily travel tip newsletter. Um, you know, there's my plug, but um, plug I, was telling people, I was telling people months ago, make sure you buy your tickets if you're going to travel this year because prices are going to go up. I'm in Toronto, Canada right now. I live in L.A. and I bought my tickets last August and I use miles. I, I spent I flew L.A. New York lie flat seats for 20,000 miles apiece. That's to give cheap. You an idea, That's to cheap. give you an idea how much it's gone up. I checked a week before our flight. It was 50,000 for coach. I paid 20 for business. So it's insane right now. Yeah. Well, you're obviously on top of this more so than, than, than anybody out. This is what you do. But uh, are, you, are you surprised at, number one, the speed and the level of the increase across the board? Yeah. I mean, I think the, air, the, the airline execs definitely were. 
in the airports because that's the problem worldwide. It's not just a USA thing too, by the way. Europe is just having really big troubles right now with staffing for air, airlines and airports. I mean, unfortunately, I, I'm staying away from Europe right now because the lines are crazy. I've speaking, I was speaking to my travel agent yesterday. He's like, I'm telling my readers to get there four hours in advance, four hours. And uh, I mean, that's just, that's just not fun for most people. I love airports. So I don't mind that. But. Hey, here's a question. I, I know people that are off to Europe. Uh, and then the issue becomes of the COVID testing. Uh, do you need to have that 24 hour in advance test to get on an airplane to, let's say, go to London? Uh, no. You don't. But, but you, but listen, things change quickly. You need to triple check what, whichever destination you're going to. As you probably know, the Biden administration dropped the mandatory test coming back into the U.S. It just ended a few days ago. So, you know, that was a big problem, deterrent from people from going out. Like, I didn't want to go international for business because I didn't want to get stuck just in case I got COVID. I would be away from my kids. Um, oh, yeah. And, you like your kids probably. Okay. I just, I never understood that. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. And plus the cost, you know, you got to get stuck with the cost unless you have good travel insurance. But and now people are going to start coming now that all, a lot of the internationals are going to start coming in more. And, uh, you know, the U.S. Travel Association expects like 5.8 million more people coming because they dropped it, which I don't know if I believe that. But just to give you an idea, you know, 2.3 million people went through uh, checkpoints yesterday and in 2019 it was 2.5 but the problem is we have so less staffing that these lines are getting longer and longer and all around the world so you just gotta time it right my best thing is just time it right like i i leave midweek and usually first flight out or mid-morning and um you, you should be okay we flew from new york to toronto a couple weeks ago and we flew on a wednesday 8 30 a.m there was no line at tsa no line at check-in and our flight was half empty because we took that morning flight. And because it's a morning flight, you get a better chance of the plane not being delayed, the crew already being there. Yeah, it so makes sense. Well, how about bit. that? I know mid-morning is horrible and sort of mid-afternoon is god-awful. Uh, but how about later at night? Uh, let's say instead of a, uh, a 5 o'clock flight, you're able to get a, a 9 or a 10 o'clock flight in the evening. Is yeah. that helpful? No, you really want to avoid you know, the later in the day, it's a domino effect. So if the one flight gets delayed, they, they all start going down. So that's why I tell people the first flight of the day, but you got to show up to the airport early because it's going to be crowded because a lot of flights are going out at 6 a.m. So show up early, but you know what? The chances are the crew's going to be there, the plane's going to be there, and um, it'll go out on time. And and there's not, especially for back here out east, you know, the thunderstorms are a lot less likely in the morning. So well, so what, this morning there's been them in New York. Uh, Johnny, just, uh, what, what is the travel industry, uh, the airlines, the hotels, the entire hospitality industry? How, how are they coping with the fact that they don't have enough people that are there, uh, that are there? The crowds are now ridiculous. Uh, the customers, uh, clients uh, get walk into whatever place uh, upset because it's just been just a, it's a horrible situation. Are, are, are they coping with this or doing a decent job of it? I mean, it all depends on the company. And, you know, again, oh. my travel agent yesterday told me that he had he booked a hotel months in advance for one of his clients and the hotel called him yesterday saying, I need to cancel it because we don't have enough staff. Wow. They're canceling rooms, right. reservations, which is shocking. They're throwing yeah. away the money. We know everything is just a god awful mess right now. But and I know if you haven't booked, you're screwed. But let's say I come to you. Uh, I listen to you, which I do. or I go on your website and go, hey. 
Uh, I want to go on a vacation. You know, what do I do? Do I not even bother anything international? Do I try? I can't get into a national park. Uh, suggestions? I mean, you've been around for a while. Uh, yeah. What do you suggest I do this summer if I want a vacation? I don't know where to turn, what to do. Well, weekends are going to be a mess. So, you know, you could, let's say you want to go to Vegas. Don't go on the weekend. Go during the week. You'll get, you know, there'll be a lot less people. you get a much better hotel price. Avoid the national parks this summer because everyone's going again. They want to be outside and they're going to be a madhouse. The best thing to do is if you can wait until summer's over. Once September comes around, it's also the best time of year to travel pretty much anywhere in the Northern hemisphere. I mean, Europe is the best time of September. Um, the crowds are not there and you don't have to fight it. But if you really want to go away this summer, again, right according to Priceline, the most affordable hotel destinations for 4th of July, let's say, you can go to Dallas, Texas for 133, Houston, Charlotte, uh, like Orlando, Las Vegas. But I mean, do you really want to go to these hot places this time of year? That's why they're so cheap. Yeah. Everyone else wants to be in like Nantucket or, um, you know, here in Canada. Actually, Calgary is actually uh, on the list for their international for cheap destinations for this summer. Uh, 127. Uh, well, other than the Stampede in Calgary, what do you do? Uh, you Banff National Park is amazing. And, um, so they won't have as many Americans as they usually do. Um, but I, I do, I love Banff and it's only an hour, hour and a half away from Calgary. So when, what do you, what changes do you see uh, coming with the airlines? Cause we're, uh, I'm looking at this. I've been traveling for most of my life as most of us have it, you know, a vacation occasionally here and there and some business travel. I've never seen the airlines so challenged as they are now across the board. No one has. Uh, uh, so, and, and I, I'm assuming the people that run these airlines know what they're doing. Uh, otherwise, well, maybe they don't. Okay, let's assume that by the time someone's been there for 30 years and becomes CEO, there's some experience there, right? They have some some grip on on what's going on. Uh, what are they doing, and what are they going to do? You know what the plans are in the future? What's going to happen here? Well, they're just they're right now. A lot of them are actually canceling flights. Delta announced a couple of weeks ago that they're slashing 100 flights a day starting July 5th, I think, to August, just because they they're trying to keep up. They don't want to go through what JetBlue and Spirit did during spring break, because those guys they overschedule. These guys are trying to make their money back from COVID, and then all of a sudden a thunderstorm comes in and it just puts everything. Um, again, the domino effect happened, and they were stranding passengers for days. My sister was one of them. She was in Florida. She, her flight got canceled. She was at the airport, and they couldn't get her back out for five days. So that's the thing. All these flights are going out full. So if they cancel, there's nowhere to put you. So my advice for people who really need to be places is two things. One, make sure you show up to the airport on time because if you miss it, you're not going to be able to just get on the next flight. And if you have to be somewhere, definitely go in a day or two early. And even, you know, a real backup is to buy another ticket, a refundable ticket on a different airline connecting through a different airport region of, a, of the U.S. or world. And um, that way, if your flight does go out on time, call that up and cancel it, which was like three hours later, hopefully. And you, you're good to go. You at least have a travel credit on that airline. Wow. So who, that, who does that? Boy, that is a stretch now, isn't it? That is, that's the nuclear option. So uh, that, that is absolutely like, you know, you're getting married and and you got to do it. But right. um, So of all yeah. the people, what, what are you finding out the most to, the, on your website people go through? What, what are the main questions? What are people most concerned about right now in the world of travel? I mean, everyone wants to save money. So I, I, I have posts on 17 ways to save money on flights. Another post on, you know, car rentals, hotels, 
Um, but the key for everything is just being flexible. I mean, I always use Thanksgiving as an example, just because everyone wants to travel the Wednesday before and come back the Sunday after the airlines and hotels are not going to give you a deal because that's when everyone wants to go just back up a day or two or even go. I, I my favorite day of the year to travel, by the way, is the day after Thanksgiving that Friday, because no one's there. No one, no one, no one's traveling. They all want to be with their family. Now, let me ask you, and, and I've always thought uh, that that rule of you want to be there when everybody's not there, for example, Disneyland on uh, uh, Super Bowl Sunday, it's probably yep. the worst day you can go to Disneyland because 100 million people watch uh, the Super Bowl. That means there's 200 million people left in the country not watching the Super Bowl. And you know where they're at? They're all <laughs> at Disneyland. That's where they're at. Well, for places like Disneyland, all these amusement parks, they're crowd calendars or sites that have them. And they tell you which days are the lowest to go. And I was just looking at it yesterday because we're thinking about going. I was like, July is full the whole month. You got to wait till September to, to have like some slower days. Uh, it's just lovely. So well, what do you see the future of what's going on with the airlines and the hotels? Uh, prognosticate for me. Uh, how, how are they going to cope and what are we going to see? Well, I hope they're going to hire more people. They're going to recover. Um, but they're actually worried about the fourth quarter right now. So there's actually, you're seeing some sales. Alaska Airlines just came out with a sale yesterday. It ends tonight from the West Coast to Hawaii for $99 yeah, each that's, way. It's incredible. Uh, and that's, but that's, and that's but available. But that travels for fall. That travels uh, for fall. So that's the thing. Yeah, so, that, and, and that's the other thing. Right? You, you're, you're painting a picture of um, you can't get on an airplane. They're so crowded. They're cutting flights, uh, which must kill the airlines because uh, there Definitely. actually is a market for those seats. I can't imagine cutting, a, what, a 1,000 or 100 flights a day that could be filled up at $400 uh, per ticket for a one-hour flight. And at the same time, we're looking at a recession coming up. And uh, so you yeah, they're worried. Uh, yeah, are you uh, I'm not worried yet, but you know, when that time comes, I will start being worried. But by the way, one way to get save some money this summer on flights is go to airlines that are just starting up. JetBlue's founder started a new airline, airways called airline called Breeze Airways, and they're flying out of LAX now. And you can fly like nonstop from LAX to Richmond, I think Providence. It's like $99 each way. So, and also there's a Velo Airlines that flies out of Burbank. And they're going to like these secondary airports. So look at airlines like that that are just starting or even major airlines that are just are creating new new routes and just hop on them right when they have a sale. Right, so tell me about the industry. Is it growing? Because we hear about these startup airlines. Relatively few of them actually survive. Correct. Uh, the jet blues are, are pretty well outliers. I mean, most of them have gone under or certainly been bought up. Uh, what's the trend in the industry with that? Well, you would think they're going to consolidate, but I mean, you know, David Nealman, who did, um, you know, JetBlue, and he's done five other airlines, and now he has Breeze. I wouldn't bet against this guy. So um, uh, let's hope they let's hope more airlines come out because that means lower cost for consumers. But the less competition, the higher the prices go up. So I, I love to see new startups. Let's hope they. Um, last and support them. That's why I'm also mentioning them. Uh, and I'm assuming that uh, the, the reason they go under is, is uh, this is a market where you feel, you're not really deeply funded. Uh, you, you, you lose money, a lot of it, very quickly before it turns around. Big time. Big time. And also now with fuel prices going up, um, that just really cuts into their bottom line, and that's that's usually right. the so. Is the is business travel still the end-all, be-all as far as the airlines and the, money, the amount of money that they make? 
Well, it was, but they have they've had to um, to shift a little bit. And business travel is coming back, but it's very slow, and they don't know if it will. They think it's going to take another couple of years for it to come back in full. If it does, I, I just think a lot of people are not going to have these like one-off meetings. Like I used to, I, I had friends would fly from LA to Sydney just for a meeting, even New York to Sydney and not even spend a night. And I'm like, that's insane. But I think those, those days are gone. I think they're just going to do Zooms. What? So th that means business and first travel, because nobody, of course, pays money for first class travel unless a corporation is paying for it or you have more money than you have brains. I've never understood first class. I well, that's changed a lot, by the way. That, that, that was that the way it was the way it was. But COVID has changed it because people want to not be around people. or So they're they're splurging. And also mm -hmm. the airlines are cutting back the cost of first class on a lot of routes because they're not having these business travelers. So always a good hack is always find out what the price is for first class or ask for an upgrade because if you're checking bags and if you're trying to get a seat assignment um, or food it might even be cheaper to fly first class on certain routes wow. all right johnny thank you very much uh the website is johnnyjet.com j-o-h-n-n-y jet.com johnny jet one t one t i'm not related to joan uh unfortunately yeah. did i say two no. Okay, JohnnyJet1T. Got I'm it. Like... JohnnyJet.com and at JohnnyJet. Uh, Johnny, thank you so much for being with us. Well, I'm sure we'll do this again. Hey, thanks for having me. Have a good one. We'll probably catch you over the weekend on Leo's show. Handle on the news. Late edition. Handle on the news. And now, here's Bill Handle. And uh, good morning, everybody. Bill Handle here. And uh, the entire morning crew on a Thursday, June 16th. And let's do it. It's Handle on the News Late Edition, brought to you by directbuyers.com, the hassle-free way to sell your home at a fair price in 10 days or fewer. Visit directbuyers.com. Jennifer and Wayne and me, lead story. Well, today is day three of the January 6th committee, uh, the hearings, and today it's all about Mike Pence. Starring Michael Pence, former vice president of the United States, and it's all about the pressure that uh, President Trump, then President Trump, and other members of his administration uh, put on Mike Pence to uh, decertify or not certify the election of Joe Biden, uh, literally going zipping past the Constitution and either declaring uh, President Trump the president uh, or sending it back to the states and saying the vote was not valid, of which he doesn't have the ability to do either one, incidentally. He does not have the constitutional ability to do that. But today, it's, I don't think it's going to be a legal argument as to whether he is or isn't. It's going to be about the pressure that he was under and the threats that he was under and that he was threatened with death at uh, the Capitol during uh, the Capitol riots. I mean, it was, it was god-awful. Uh, and as I've said over and over again this morning, I think history is going to treat him very, very well on this one. All right. There is a man by the name of Hani Ahmad Al-Kurdi. He is described as one of the top ISIS leaders, a guy who was apparently actively planning ISIS operations. And in a rare U.S. military ground raid in northwestern Syria, he has now been captured. A U.S. defense official says as of today, there were no injuries to U.S. military personnel, no damage to aircraft involved in the raid. They say that this was a meticulously planned operation and that they made sure no civilians were harmed during the operation as well. So this is a win. Yeah, it's good. We don't we haven't heard we have seen one of these in a while. Ah. Uh, nice success. 
nobody hurt. Uh, no equipment. Uh, there was a, there was no equipment destroyed in the making of this picture, no matter what. <laughs> exactly. And uh, he's going to look like crap in his mugshot because. 90-year-old beauty company Revlon has filed for <laughs> Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection. They have surging costs. They have disruptions to their supply chain, and they have a lot of debt. So this is one of those uh, Chapter 11, you reorganize and you come out of it. And they say if the court will approve their plan, that they'll get about $575 million in financing from its existing lenders, and they'll be able to keep their day-to-day -day operations running and quite often the second that a bankruptcy filing is okayed the value of the stock explodes because yeah. all of a sudden the debt load has been diminished dramatically uh the new financing is in place which you don't pay a whole lot of money for or you pay less than you otherwise would have and everybody's a happy camper this bankruptcy is a wonderful thing it really is uh except if you've loaned money to the company or bought stock in it then that's not so wonderful but I want to go back to Revlon losing, you know, before it was uh, the pandemic money and then there was the pre-pandemic, how good it was doing, and then post-pandemic. The thing was, we all stopped wearing makeup. I've talked to more and more women who said there was no freaking way I was going to wear a mask and makeup because you put makeup on from the nose up, you look like a superstar. You put that mask on, you take it off, and now it's rubbed all the foundation and concealer and powder off of you. If you wore any lipstick, it's stuck to the cotton on the mask. Now you've got cotton all in your lip gloss and lipstick. We just said screw it. So you weren't buying any cosmetics okay. during that time at all, which makes sense that the company's uh, you know, would fall off like that right. because Revlon's in every supermarket and, you know, drugstore you go into. But also, isn't it being eclipsed by some of these newer? Oh, yeah. The Kylie the, oh, and God. Rihanna. And What's the one? Uh, is it Sephora? The Rihanna. one where everybody looks like they're on their way to a Cure concert? <laughs> yes. And Mac. Yes. Yeah, Mac. All right. Disney has delayed moving 2,000 jobs to Orlando. This is all over the don't say gay fight that they're having with Governor DeSantis. A Disney spokeswoman said that uh, they expect the opening date for the Lake Nona campus to be pushed now to 2026 to give people more time and accommodate for the construction timeline, although it coincides with the fight over the Don't Say Gay law. Yeah, so uh, how much is it is because of Don't Say Gay law, or is it uh, legitimately uh, they're just way, way delayed in building the new office space? I don't know. You tell me. Mm -hmm. how, mm. how dare you read between the lines yeah. on this? It's just because they have construction delays that on the correct. office space. All right. okay. not, because, not because they're hearing from the creatives. Right. Saying we don't want to go there and uh, even top talent that might have to go there sure. to make a movie sure. or something saying, I may not want to go there. Well, customers who bought skin lightning cream from Amazon can sue Amazon because that cream had thousands of times the U.S. legal limit for mercury levels. I think that's probably not good. And um, uh, the first court that heard the case actually sided with Amazon who was arguing that they can't be held liable because they're just um, they're just uh, hosting postings from third parties. And, you know, you hear about the Communications Decency Act and that's Section 230. So like Facebook, you can't sue Facebook over what somebody posts on Facebook. Yeah. So Amazon tried to say, look, they post their products and we're just like Facebook. Uh, but the appeals court said, no, 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 because you also 
ship the stuff, sell the stuff, mediate the payment of the stuff. You are far more than just a, a media platform for these companies. You're a retailer. Yeah, you're a retailer. Just because you're online doesn't mean you're not a retailer. And then they tried to go to the California Supreme Court. The California Supreme Court said, we're not even going to get involved in this. Sorry, Amazon. Yeah, and the analogy here, I think the court pointed this out. uh, Well, when you go into an office building, uh, you have that warning on uh, the building. Or when you go into a a store, there is a sign that says, uh, you know, products here may contain X or you may be exposed to X. And that's uh, a warning. And Amazon was, had, had Amazon done that, I think it would have been in pretty good shape. Yeah, and that right. It's their failure to comply with Prop 65 here yeah. in California with the warning. Well, this guy got five grand because he was the lead plaintiff in this class action lawsuit against LADWP, but he has lost his bid to get more money out of the city. A federal judge this week dismissed Antoine Jones's claim that his civil rights were violated and prevented him from taking more legal actions. It all started because the guy got a $1,400 utility bill for his apartment in Van Nuys in 2015. That led to an investigation into corruption at DWP and then eventually a raid by the FBI on City Hall. And it was uh, it's still in the middle of that uh, that whole deal. It's a uh, the couple of guys at DWP in the city got nailed. They've been sentenced. Oh, yeah. uh, the corruption up and down. And this had to do with uh, this. It, it, it's a pretty I would say uh, a, a little bit of a minutia on the civil rights because he was deprived of uh, his right to go forward. And this, basically, uh, no, it's not going to happen. You got your money, you're done, and the rest of it is really not affected. Well, performer Monique and uh, streaming platform Netflix have settled their lawsuit. She sued them for discrimination after, she says, they offered her a mere half a million dollars for a comedy special back in 2018. They would not negotiate any further. And uh, during the same period of time, they were giving eight-figure deals to people like Chris Rock and Ellen DeGeneres and Dave Chappelle and Ricky Gervais for specials. And so that has ended in an undisclosed settlement, but everybody appears to be happy with the result. Uh, well, a I- I would argue that Netflix uh, caved on this one because to compare Monique to an Ellen DeGeneres or a Dave Chappelle or someone is there's no comparison. That's like someone arguing, uh, you know what? I need more money from the NBA because look what you're paying LeBron James. Uh, Look what you pay these other people. Therefore, look at what's happening to me. I don't think it flies. I think she's arguing uh, African-American woman and they are going to settle simply because, wow, Time and space, look what's going on today. I think based on what they said, if she's making that argument, uh, I think it's legitimate to say, hey, that is what we thought you were worth. That's welcome to business and point out to other people saying, hey, uh, Chappelle used to get 10 million. Now he's at 7 million. Or you had uh, Ricky Gervais who got 3 million the first time or 1 million his third time out because he made so much money. He had doubled. I mean, it's I think it's kind of hard to argue in this world a specific kind of um, of uh, either misogyny or a racist aspect of this. I I'm just guessing now. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there as to what I, the way I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that it's hard that it's hard to make those arguments that it's discrimination. No, it's easy to make those arguments, but, but I think that it's hard to I think prove hard that to, it's yeah. discrimination. I think under, unless, unless, and I don't know what happened here. Cause it di- obviously right. it didn't go to trial unless Netflix couldn't show their work. So you'd think they'd be able to say, 
uh, this comedian sells this much and uh, gets this many streams and this comedian does this and you, you, Monique, you have this. And so here's where you fall on the scale based on these metrics. And what if they were not able to lay that out clearly? Well, let me ask this. What if uh, they, uh, pursuant to the contract with these other artists, aren't allowed to give the uh, the amount of money? Let's say, you know, Chappelle has a deal with Netflix, and part of the deal is, you know, I'm not, no one knows how much money I get paid for this. It's nobody's business. It's been the two of us, and here's the And that's why they don't want to go to trial, because then they would have to. Then they'd, they would have to reveal... There were so maybe this is just simply a matter of we don't want to have to expose publicly how we decide. Right. And if it turns out uh, they were they talked about a million, so they, let's say they give her two million dollars to walk away, or a million dollars to walk away. Uh, I can't imagine they're giving her tens to tens of millions of dollars, uh, but maybe for a couple million dollars you'll leave it alone. You know, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth pissing off Dave Chappelle and everybody knowing how much he gets paid. It's not worth pissing. It's not worth Netflix taking a chance of uh, the other people going. What you're paying Chappelle that much money? <laughs> let's let's revisit this, which happens all the time. Yeah, welcome to showbiz. All right, I think we have time for one more. All right, it's a scary story that has a happy ending. So there's a guy, an 11-year-old kid. He's in an apartment complex doing laundry, and a man walks in and asks, "Hey, can I use your laundry card? I'm new to the building." And the kid says, well, let me go ask my mom. Goes, asks his mom. His mom says, sure, because, you know, trying to help somebody new, you know. So as the kid says, yes, yeah, sure, you can use the card. The guy says, great, but can you help me get something out of the car? So as the 11-year-old and this man walk to the car, the man then pushes the little boy into the car and starts to sexually assault him and apparently has a gun and says, obey me or else you'll get killed. Well, the boy tries to fight off the man, but he's screaming the whole time, and his screams catch the attention of neighbors who run toward the vehicle, and the video shows them all these neighbors holding down now this man as the cops, somebody calls the cops, and they're waiting for the cops to arrive, and this guy is trying to get out of, you know, the situation as much as he can, but the neighbors were not letting go, and the little boy was okay. Good news. Okay. Coming up, uh, medical news with Dr. Jim Keeney. We've got a fair amount to cover, so do not go away. This is KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.